everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Mask. I'm one of your co-hosts, EJ, and joining me today is Lori. And T. Hey. So Lori is here. She just waved for anyone who's listening to the podcast. And remember, they're not all video. Good morning. <laughs> oh, it's a day. Welcome back. Um, this is episode 29. We're calling it the Mass of Change. Uh, just a friendly reminder that anything we discuss is not to be used as a diagnosis or a replacement for discussions with your own doctors, therapists, psychologists, or other medical professionals. And today we're going to talk kind of two semi-different topics, but also related. Uh, so the first one we're going to talk about is just the masks and the Okay, so as all of you know, we've recently gone to, or I hope all of you know, we've all recently gone to doing video podcasts. So we do video, we post them on YouTube. That took a lot to uh, get to. Um, all of us had our own hesitations and reservations about doing it. Uh, Nerve wracking, scary, for each our own reasons. And, you know, Lori and I are diving into a new career, a new connection, new networking opportunities, where we're going to be working with people that are more famous than we ever thought we would be. And it can definitely scare us. So we wanted to talk a little bit about kind of those things. We wanted to talk about what we were struggling with, what were our fears, and how we've gotten through them. So maybe, Lori, do you want to start kind of chatting about it? Sure. You were the one that brought the video podcast idea up to us. <laughs> I did. I did. I also had those fears. I had you know, many reasons for my fears. But I think what I like to do is something I do often. I would like to start us off with a quote that I... And she just muted herself, so... And I apologize, I forgot my phone was on. So, um, Brené Brown is somebody that so many of us listened to uh, lately and she has some amazing one-liners and one that I found that I really 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 liked and was has been kind of a touchstone with this particular subject she says vulnerability is about showing up and being seen it's tough to do that when we're terrified about what people might see or think and <clears throat> since my bariatric surgery since all of the transformations that I've been making this year showing up and being seen and and caring about what people think I've really been trying to engage in mindfulness which we've talked about on here before is really about lack of judgment. 
um, on my part and not caring so much or not investing in what people think or how they see me um, being totally okay within myself and confident enough in who I am and the creation that I am to just smile and keep moving forward. So as, um, and I've shared this before as a domestic violence victim, I had a lot of fears that I had to overcome. Um, the first three years that, that uh, my sons and I lived here, um, we had, uh, we were what's called off the grid. We didn't have bank accounts and utilities and all of those things in our name for, for protection. And that is a whole different way of living. And even with counseling and friends and amazing tribe around us and everything, it's been a process to come out of that and to um, come out of the shadows and into the light and be willing to be seen. Mostly just because there were a lot of fears um, that go with what we went through. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where I've been. That was a huge part of why I hesitated. Um, why when I put my first book out, I put it under um, a pen name, you know, why? Because I really, I haven't wanted notoriety of any kind. Uh, I didn't want to draw attention to myself or my children who are now young adults, but I just didn't want to draw that kind of attention. So for me, it's been uh, a very protective factor. And then also, uh, we live in a society where our, the way we dress, the size that we are, um, what gender we are, uh, what color our skin is, what's our culture. I mean, all of these things seem to matter and seem to um, cause us as human beings to engage in judgments. And that can be uncomfortable as well. So mm -hmm. sticking our faces out there and saying, I'm okay with what I look like. And um, I'm, I'm going to do this, whether you think that I should be doing this or not because this is where I feel that I'm comfortable moving forward. So, so those are kind of the two things that came to mind when we talked about this subject. How about you, T? I know we, I mean, you and I both struggled when Lori brought it to us and was like, no, we're going to do this. And you're like, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, so I, had a pretty, I, I had a pretty strong reaction of no. Um, and I had to step back and ask why. And, and some of it's the, the professional versus personal. Um, you know, anytime I'm on something like this or I'm out in the, out in the public, um, I have to keep in mind that I may run into clients. Um, I may, um, <clears throat> uh, 
you know, I also have to represent the agency I work for. So anything I do out in public uh, can be brought back to, to that agency. And, and so I'm always, that's always on my mind. Um, and then of course, you know, the, the insecurities, um, I, unless in person, I'm not, I don't, um, have a lot of issues around people seeing me in person necessarily, but I hate my picture being taken and I'm not real, I have never been real fond of videos because um, it's always, first of all, I don't, I'm not, I mean, some people are photogenic no matter what, but it doesn't matter. I'm just not photogenic generally. And um, so when I see pictures and videos of myself, I'm always shocked. I'm like, that's me, I, you know, um, so I thought that I was going to be really uncomfortable with the process. And, um, also prior to at the beginning, even of this podcast, I had a lot of dental issues. Uh, so that was a factor too, for me, um, in doing anything public, whether it was in person, video camera, um, because I was really, um, self-conscious about my mouth. And so, um, that, you know, and I, I lived with that for so long that I'm sometimes mm -hmm. I forget that it's been fixed. And so it's not, it's not an issue anymore. So, um, yeah, so that's a lot of my stuff in a nutshell, why I had an, a, a knee jerk reaction when it was like, Oh, we're going to start video recording <laughs> question when it came to me, yeah. it was like, we're going to, <clears throat> like, uh, but now here I am, I'm doing it with yesterday's makeup smeared. <laughs> thanks for being raw and real with us I yeah I I appreciate that Tina and I I I had to really struggle with it because I had always been you know they joke about the the photographer always never being on camera never being in front of the camera because you're always behind it and I was often the person taking pictures doing things like that so for me I was very comfortable behind the scenes you know I don't do things for notoriety, selfish ambition, all that stuff. And it even says it in the Bible, you know, God asked us not to do things. So I really struggled when you're like, you want me to put my face out there? Like, and I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm proud of who I am. I'm what I look like. But that was because I was behind the scenes most of the time. And when you're asking me to put myself out there and be vulnerable in a way that up until, you know, recently hadn't been in front of anything. So I was like, oh, you want me to put my face on, you know, uh, YouTube, what? <laughs> um, so it was, it was a challenge and it was, I wasn't against it completely. And I've, you know, video chatted and done some Instagram lives with my friends on my other podcast. So I've gotten a little more comfortable with it you know, as people seeing me and, you know, nobody making those comments. Cause I think that was what my fear was. I didn't want those comments to keep coming and like harass us, you know, in a way, but I'm here to say that I don't care if I get the comments cause we'll just delete them because they're inappropriate. They're not necessary. And we're just not going to deal with them. And I like that. I also like that, you know, we're opening ourselves up to a different platform, um, getting more subscribers on the platform and giving a little more experience 
because I think sometimes if we're just sitting there and we get choked up or something, you know, on the audio, it doesn't necessarily come through. But when you sit and really see somebody's eyes getting red and you're, you know, wiping their eyes, it gets, it can make it more raw and real than just recording the audio. So yeah, there were a lot of things I was concerned about, you know, as a tech side, as well as, you know, just the personal side. And, you know, this new venture that I'm, you know, going into, um, there's some people on the elite program. For those of you who haven't seen anything I post about it or Lori and I, um, I'm the editor-in-chief of Elite 360 Publishing. It's a newer self-publishing company that kind of helps guide you through the process. When I was offered that, these people that I'm going to be connecting with are big names within our church body and some true celebrities, not that they aren't celebrities, they're celebrities within our church body, but they're also, you know, actors and actresses and well-known significant people in the world. And he's like, are you going to be able to handle that? You know, working with these people and keeping it professional. And I'm thinking in my head, you know, like, oh, so you don't want me to fangirl in the front of their face, you know, <laughs> when I meet somebody, um, which, but it's something I had to think about. And I'm like, am I going to be able to do that professionally and maintain a professional appearance, not only for myself, but for the company? Because I don't want the company to look bad because, I got really excited and excitement is okay. Just knowing how that boundary can change um, is, is kind of where we having to kind of balance, especially because in the publishing world and editing and helping people get their books published, we're getting connected with accounts and you know we're getting raw with them because we're reading their book and we're giving them honest feedback, whether it's good or bad, you know, and I had to really struggle. I'm like, if I go to a conference and I'm up front, like, how do I feel about that? On the other hand, I recently read a couple of books that also kind of changed my, not so much my outlook, but it definitely toned down my insecurities of what I look like. I read often a lot of romance books and Recently, I came across some with characters that are overweight, female overweight characters, and dealing with those struggles that I deal with. And it really encouraged me that the media is finally getting on the bandwagon and realizing that it doesn't matter what you look like. We all are going to have relationships and things going on in our lives. And we're finally sharing that. And it's not taboo like it used to be. And now it's exciting to see that. And the authors, you know, having their pictures on the back of the covers and they're not, you know, skinny people, you know, I don't know how else to say it. They're not, you know, they're you know, different shapes like me, you know? And so it's, it's, it makes me proud. It makes me excited that there's, a future for that so you know and those are books like um olivia dade wrote all the feels and spoiler alert i love both of them i mean i connected with characters in those books majorly and then if the shoe fits is another one i can't remember the name of the author at the moment but and and that was really encouraging to read those because it was the first time in my life i'm like oh there's actually books out there about women like me 
that hadn't been a thing for a long time. So it was really exciting to see that. Speaking of which, I've really enjoyed um, in our media and uh, movies and everything, I've really enjoyed the, the levels of diversity and culture and yes, um, sizes of people. Um, I, I think that we've really maybe turned a corner um, within our society where we want to embrace everyone and not just certain people. We don't want to have that. I also think we're, and maybe because of social media presence has grown so much in the last decade, wouldn't you say, that more and more people are on a screen being seen, you know, than ever before. Right. And I think we are all, wherever we are in life, having to learn how to do that on a daily basis, whether it's meetings, um, whether it's interviews, whether it's our podcasts, whatever it is we're doing, I think that type of visual um, presence was pretty much relegated to absolute celebrities, stars, if you will. And now almost everybody can be on a screen at some point or another. And I'd like, to point, out, I'd like to point out that we're talking about the positive aspects of it, like the encouragement, the empowerment, et cetera. Um, but there may, you know, there's also the downsides of it. And um, so it's a big topic by itself, uh, being, having a social media presence, um, the good and the bad and the ugly. Um, so I, I love the fact that we're looking for things that helps build, help it build us up, but I don't want to ignore the fact that it can also bring us down. Yeah, that's true. This is very true. We, all of us, when we were even looking at this topic, we brought up the idea of counting the cost, you know, and professional versus private. And how do we separate those, you know? And that's what I mean. I think the everyday person is having to figure out how to separate those. How do I separate my professional online presence versus my personal one? And um, how do I count that cost of if we choose to go online and show our faces and be vulnerable and transparent and raw and real, how do we, how do, we do that and still love ourselves, protect ourselves, and give ourselves space to um, grow? So I because there's, right. certainly, there's certainly bullies, no matter where you go, whether it's in real life or on online, you're dealing with bullies. And um, yeah, and each has its own power that um, we have to learn not to give it. Amen. Amen. Like Thanks for bringing that up. What did it say? You, oh, are, you enough. are enough. I love that one. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it I'm grateful for those authors who took a chance and wrote books about that stuff 
And for those women who are going out there and, and putting themselves out there, because it's encouraging me that I'm like, oh, I can do that. And I want to be one of those because I want to be somebody who they can say, well, if EJ can do it, I can do it. I don't want to be, I don't want to hide in the shadows. Has it been nice kind of kicking back and, you know, being in the background and not really, you know, being a part of major things and, you know, just kind of sliding by. Yeah. But I also know that I have lots of skills to share and I can't do that always from the background. So, which is scary, but also exciting to see what lies ahead. And which kind of leads us into our next topic, which is where do we want this to go? Um, you know, we have all, as we've you know, discussed, dealt with this, dealt with coming around Lori and her past needing to basically be off the grid for several years to maintain anonymity um, to, for security reasons, for her safety of her and her children. She, she had her own you know, physical concerns, her, you know, her professional and her personal, how those can balance. How are we getting through it? What are we doing that is getting us through those moments of insecurity? Because we talked a lot about insecurity in the last episode, in episode 28. We did. Um, for me personally, and I think I say it on almost every episode, you know, I talk about this counselor that I have. You know, I do. I've chosen to engage professionally with a counselor to help me embrace all of these transitions and changes within my life. And I also have a couple of besties, including T, who are counselors. And um, it's really been the most helpful and amazing thing in my life to surround myself with people who wanna build me up and not judge me and love me where I'm at. But the biggest thing, honestly, has been learning to love myself where I'm at. And I couldn't have done that without professional help. I really felt like I needed that level. Uh, I didn't realize how much I was engaging in self-sabotage and negative inner talk and all of those things that go along with being a victim and uh, a very insecure person. So I also engage in a lot of journaling, writing, um, and then learning how to speak up about it and share, which is what we're doing here. So I would say that's kind of where I've been. Well, I just, yeah, so. Um, oh, well, I guess we lost T there. Uh, she was in the middle of something else. So um, hopefully she can pop back in. If she can't, uh, we will miss her. I think for me, my primarily thing has just been honestly talking about it, <clears throat> whether it's with Lori and T or other people, and also seeking out encouragement, asking people like, what do you think? Do you think I'm like doing the right thing? Like, should I be doing this? And I've had so many people say that you've got skills that you need to share. 
And it's like time for me to come out of the shadows and do that. And it's really been a big encouragement. Those books have, were really big help um, to realize that I could, you know, it's not all one way. It's not one way or the highway. There's, there's other possibilities out there. Um, <clears throat> Well, I really enjoyed seeing us all blossom, if you will. Bloom where we're planted. I say that a lot. Um, learned that phrase a long time ago, and it's really encouraged me and those around me at, at, uh, throughout my life. Um, I've really enjoyed seeing each one of us grow and move forward confidently. Um, we're not letting these fears overtake us. We're boldly and courageously and vulnerably and transparently continuing to move forward. And I love that. So, Amen. Which, speaking of moving forward, uh, we have some podcast news we wanted to share. So we've decided, um, as you know, this is episode 29, we've been, which is awesome to see. But we've decided that we are going to take a brief hiatus, not as long as we did last time. <laughs> And we are going to end what we call season one, which will be episode 29 will be the end. And then we will come back hopefully in the next few months with some rebranding, some refreshing. We'll have a little bit new, maybe a new logo. We're just kind of polishing up a little bit and we'll start back in probably late September with new episodes for season two. We have a great guest lined up for our first episode back, so we're really excited about recording that episode. And we're looking at possibly doing some merchandise or finding some ways to monetize the podcast, too. So we wanted to share that and, you know, keep an eye out on our social media, which I will give in the um, outro for you guys if you haven't already followed us. And we're looking forward to just, you know, doing like we said, you know, keeping counting the cost, all the count, seeking counseling, seeking discussions, talking about it. Those are all important. And we're, and it's not something we do once and we're done with. It's something we have to constantly work on. And, you know, as our, you know, publishing company builds, you know, if anybody is interested in publishing, you know, we'll put some information in our, you know, description that you can check out if you're interested in discussing that with us. And yeah, we've got. I would really encourage people. Um, and you said months, but I'm really hoping it's just a few weeks um, that we're taking our hiatus, not, not months. But um, in a few weeks, we will be back um, with, as EJ said, maybe some, maybe a new look, um, maybe some polishing. We're not sure exactly what's going on over the next few weeks. We're going to be discussing it and going through it together as a team. And that's what I love about these ladies, T and EJ, is that we're a team and we do these things together. What I wanted to say, though, is I really encourage you, if you know any of us personally, um, please reach out to us. And even if you don't know us personally, please reach out to us if you're listening and you want to hear something in particular or you think there's a very 
a topic that we're perfect to address, please email us, contact us on social media, um, get in touch with us. We wanna be connected with our audience and we wanna be giving you the content that you want and that will help you. So please, please, please reach out to us. Because there's so many topics and honestly, there's not that many topics that are no's for us. There are a few that we're hesitant to discuss only because of the situation around them. So we don't want to bring, you know, the, the threats and the comments and the, the extra bullying that could be. And I know that that's living in fear, but we're not living in fear. We're just being mindful that there are topics that are probably not great to discuss on the type of podcast we're on. And we're going to just refrain from even making comments about certain things because we just don't want to put our feelings out there on that. And I think that's how a lot of us need to think about it. You know, is there's sometimes it's just better not to say anything. That's what my dad taught me and I'm sticking with it. I think it reminds me of uh, my great grandmother, my grandmother and my mother all said, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. That's exactly what my dad and my mom taught me and I'm sticking to it. So. I like that. We're sticking to that. All right. All right. Well, I just really appreciate everybody who has listened to us. Thank you for those who already subscribed to the podcast on all our different platforms. We are working on also trying to figure out the Apple hiccup. I'm not sure why only the last five or 10 episodes are available. So I have to see to look into that too. But for sure, we're available on Anchor and different stuff, as I will say in the outro. And yeah, look forward to, you know, coming back soon. Just a friendly reminder that anything discussed in this podcast is not to be used as a diagnosis or replacement for conversations with your own doctors, therapists, psychologists, or other medical professionals. This episode is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and more. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Behind the Mask PC. If you don't use social media, you can also email us at BehindTheMaskPC at gmail.com. Again, as Lori said, if there's a podcast topic you'd like us to discuss, please let us know. We, we have come up with a lot of great topics, but we would love to hear what our listeners want to hear. You can find me, EJ, as EJ8302 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find me at EJ's EJS Downtime. That's my new YouTube channel where Lori and I are working on some stuff for our editing side of our lives. You can check out T. Um, as our journey with Jesus podcast, which she has, I'll have the link in the description. And I believe she's using Tina Van Zant as her um, hosting account. So you should check that out. And Lori, you can find her as Carpe Sparrow Lori L on Twitter and Carpe Sparrow Lori Lee on Facebook and Instagram. And on behalf of the ladies and myself, thank you for listening to season one. And we will talk to you next time in season two. Bye. Bye.